Welcome to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Sedge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Lightsaber Ninja. A.K.A. King Kegel. And Control Freak. Howdy, howdy, everybody. And Twilight. Hello. And apparently, this is the week where we decide we're going to talk about clapping. Clap, clap, clap. Slap, slap, slap. I actually had to think about that. It's been so long since I've watched Jimmy Neutron. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Slap, slap, slap. Clap, clap, clap. Uh, I miss that show. Uh, he was a public... He was a threat to public safety. He should have been in jail. Yes, but it was still a funny show. I mean, that could be said about a lot of people. That's fair. Especially anyone in a TV show. The Ed, the Ed boys. <laughs> threat Life to has public many safety. doors, Ed boy. Oh, no. I mean... There is that theory that they're all in limbo. That's true. Yeah. That's so, what's everybody been playing this week? Rip and tear. Yeah, I don't know why I asked. <laughs> Light, what have you been playing this week? I got my hands on Hyper Light Drifter. Woo! Yeah. Good game. Still have not played it. Yeah, it took me way too long to realize that it was rhythm-based. <laughs> Very frustrating game, but the checkpoints are, you know, forgiving. Helpful. It's yeah. basically isometric Dark Souls, kind of, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Rhythm Souls. Rhythm Souls. Oh, God, the next Guitar Hero. <laughs> I got a lot of beef with it because a lot, of, a lot of reviews, whenever it came out, were praising how it doesn't use any words to tell its story, which, I mean, good for it. But that makes it very confusing, especially when you're starting out. <laughs> um, and then they praise the art style, and I don't care for it. Now, it could be just like a colorblind thing. I think it's pr a pretty game, but there are plenty of times, particularly Wait, are you colorblind? early on. Yeah. Yeah. Since when? Always. Since always. This is <laughs> this isn't even the first time I brought it up this week. Like in the past seven days that we've spoken. <laughs> I didn't know you were colorblind. He's literally yeah. posted images on uh, our Discord, to, so I could understand how he's colorblind. <laughs> Maybe I, I legitimately, I never thought about the fact that you were colorblind. He sent me he sent me the images asking me what what I saw in all the dots that are supposed to prove if you're colorblind or not. Note to self: I need to start sending out more colorblind memes. Notice. Oh, don't be mean about it. Note to self, you really need to pay attention to your friends. Yeah, I mean, I brought it up a lot. Um, <laughs> to but... be fair, both me and Control have the forgetful potato brain. Yeah, sure. that's, that's very No, true. I mean, that's an easy way to cover up being a bad friend. Um, I mean, I forget anyway. my own birthday. I mean, so do I Wait, sometimes. The only reason I, I have legitimately change... forgotten my birthday before. The only reason I, I know Shane's birthday, birthday is because that one time his girlfriend wanted me to draw a picture for him, and so every year I draw pictures. And it helps that it's only 11 days before my birthday. Said you well, better never you forget know. your birthday. Yeah, you know that, and it's a you know, day of national tragedy kind of thing. Yeah, but actually I think I told you this before, and you were surprised that the reason I know your birthday is because I have to make pictures for it every year. So Hyperlight Drifter's art style... Yeah, let's get back to the video games. <laughs> Makes it difficult sometimes to tell what's ground and what's not. Hmm. Like, 
you think a cliff is part of the ground and it's a cliff? Like, there have been parts where I'm like, well, that's a sheer drop-off, and no, it's actually a cliff. And then there are parts where I'm like, well, there's some safe land to go to, and no, it was a sheer drop-off. I mean, a sheer drop-off and a cliff are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, but he he means it in the way of, like, this is a cliff where you can stand on the top of it, as opposed to, this is a bottomless pit to your death. Hmm. Like, is that just a discolored ground, or is that empty sky because, like, the whole world, like, floats or whatever? I don't know. But the the point is, I don't like their art style that much. I, like, I don't like it as much as everybody else did. That's fair. It's I am pretty. Impressed with don't it. get me wrong. I, it's just confusing sometimes. I am impressed with it, though, because it was a Game Maker game. Yeah. Um. And then for the Switch release... Uh, it runs at a full 60 frames per second, which, granted, that update came to everything, but I don't know how they did it. I didn't think it was that intensive of a game. The the early reviews used to complain that it was a 60 frame per second game that only ran at 30. And, like, each frame counts during combat, so... I do actually remember that being a big uh, issue. Yeah. But I am I am curious how they did that because the whole reason it was thirty frames per second is because that's how Game Maker like that's where Game Maker caps. Hmm. That's something to look into unless they ported it over to a different engine. I don't know, but I've been playing it obsessively. I've gotten pretty far. <laughs> that's good. I mean, I'm glad and to then, hear you're enjoying it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm enjoying it. <laughs> I'm playing it. I'm not sure if I'm having fun. Yeah, well, that's like, okay, so last week I mentioned that I was playing Far Cry 3. And I've realized since that what's keeping me in Far Cry 3, like, the reason I know I'm not going to play another Far Cry is because what's actually keeping me playing Far Cry 3 is just all the ways that it apes Far Cry 2 are just enough to give me, like, that that taste. It's like fake oh. heroin, and I'm an, so- I'm an ex-junkie. Um, and I don't know what it is with Hyper Light Drifter, but I can't, I can't fully say that I like it yet, but I can say that I've been playing it a lot. Hmm. And in the same vein, the other thing that I did this week is I watched the Sonic movie. Ooh, how was that? So like, it's not bad. Did he go fast? But I'm also, yeah. Okay. Um... <laughs> It's not bad, but it's also not good. Uh, I can see why a lot of people were so surprised by it that they started saying it was good. But I think Detective Pikachu was the better video game movie. And I love Sonic. Another thing was, um, I couldn't get over the way he looked. Like, it feels like he's not comped in well enough. Well, I mean, they did have to redo his entire look for the entire movie on a, on a I dime. Know. Yeah, and the studio was closed, too, for doing that. Yeah. How dare you give in to the masses? Just give them the bullshit we tell you to give them. Yeah. No. They well, did a they great no job. Make movies. They did a great job, but a lot of the... C- it's not just Sonic. A lot of the CG elements on there felt like uh, a high-end YouTube channel. Oh, no. Well, that's not necessarily bad. Corridor Digital does great videos. That's fair, and Mike Diva used to have some pretty good videos. But, yeah, it it never... 
it never hits that quality blockbuster level where like you can briefly believe it i don't know but it was pretty good uh jim carrey was pretty good if i could continue my uh my dourness though i don't see it as the jim carrey comeback everybody saw it feels forced feels like jim carrey knows what he's doing and you know he's doing it it's obvious you mean Jim Carrey knows he has to be Jim Carrey for another movie, so he's going to Jim Carrey all over the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Although I don't know if you've seen interviews with him, but he seemed to think that this role's way deeper. <laughs> I did like, see he talk, interviews. He talks about how like he's right in the zeitgeist and like the, the psychology of this character and what it's like to be the smartest man in the room. And, well, like, I mean, ugh. Jim Carrey is also a little insane. Do you re- okay? Do you remember the the man on the moon making of shit, where he is like a prick but doesn't realize it? No. no. Oh, like he's like it's like the spirit of Andy entered my body and like he never broke character on set and it's crazy. Look it up. Anyway, huh. it's like that Jim Carrey came back, but for Sonic, and huh. instead of taking a role seriously, like I mean he's taking it seriously, but like his actual acting choices are classic Jim Carrey. Ace Ventura, The Mask, shit like that. He's taking yeah. it too seriously. Yeah, it works. Uh, all I can say is I really look forward to a sequel. Um, at the very end of the film. That, 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 I haven't seen it yet. This isn't, dude. I I have just trust I've me. Had it, I've had it spoiled. What the uh, the post credit scene is. Fine, proceed. <laughs> Okay, so the actual post credits though uh, was spoiled in the trailer. Um, yeah. It, oh, oh, you're talking about him on the mushroom land. That's literally the post credit scene. Right before that is a scene where Tails arrives to find Sonic, which I think is what Control was talking about. Yes, it is. Um, and all I gotta say is that like Tails looked even worse. I, I will agree. Tails did not look as good as Sonic did. Yeah. It, I mean, his model and shit's real nice. It's just he didn't look like he was in the world at all. It was like they took a model from Sonic 3D and threw it into the real yeah. world. Again, it, there's a lot of comping issues in the film. Um, but all of that said, I really look forward to the sequel. And I'm glad the movie made some money. Now maybe we'll get more... Sonic. Here's hoping. And I'm glad we live in an age now where video game movies are starting to not suck. We're just going to glass over the fact that Doom Annihilation came out around this time, too. Man, if, uh, oh, that Netflix movie that's new? Is Doom Annihilation on Netflix? Yeah. Oh, because I paid money for that. No. I literally just saw it and I was going to ask you about it because I was like, oh, I didn't know that they did a straight to Netflix Doom movie. Yeah, no, it, it, wasn't on Netflix when I watched it, and, well, I really wanted to watch it. Man, the trailer oh. alone was like, hey, don't pay money for this. Yeah, no, I'm aware, I remember. <laughs> Trust me, the movie, it's like a bad ripoff of Alien. Just like Aliens. Doom 3 and Doom the movie? No, because Doom the movie was actually serviceable as a film. Thank you, no, Carl Urban. Yeah, thank you, Carl Urban. He disagree. You can. I mean, you can disagree. I don't. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I said it was serviceable. 
I don't even think it was that, but all like, right. I can watch it without inducing vomit. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I enjoyed the Doom movie strictly because it was, it was ridiculous, 100%. Like, I won't try and defend it as like, oh yeah, this is a AAA movie and all movies should be made like this. No, it was a stupid action-y movie based on a video game starring The Rock and Carl Urban. It's like, okay, I can get behind that. I will give Doom Annihilation credit on one thing. The costumes look really good. Because <laughs> they're like, le they look like legitimate man in a demon suit. And they don't look bad. But that's where all of the budget went. Because <laughs> the fireballs that the demons throw, awful. The 30 seconds of hell CGI, <laughs> awful. Uh, You know what? Something I will say. If the Sonic movie came out 10 years ago, I think I'd have a way different opinion of it. I mean, I would probably say that about any movie if it came out 10 years ago. Well, there are some movies that are bad no matter what. I don't I don't think that it would matter what year Alone in the Dark came out. <laughs> or Silent That's Hill. That's what I paid money for. I see Silent Hill is a movie that I hear people praising all the time. It Silent was Hill... terrible. Which Silent Hill? Because the first one is not awful. I second one's a load of garbage. I didn't really like either of them. I'll be 100% with you. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, no, Light, I agree with you. No video game movie can ever be as bad as Alone in the Dark. Not even House of the Dead. Ooh, see. That's fucking awful. I don't know. Huh. Hey, at least House of the Dead has Jurgen Prock now in it. Yeah, but... What about Tara Reid as a scientist? Okay, you're right. <laughs> I'm leaving in this moment of silence because I just need the audience to know that my brain had to do a reset. There is no justification for that movie? No. That movie has such bad CGI. They have you a know tracer what, bullet. When I watched... Over a demon's uh, a zombie's head. When I watched that movie, though, there's that one scene where it's all dark and they start firing and he's moving the camera around all wildly. Uh-huh. I thought that looked cool when I was a kid. Yeah, it's the same scene I'm talking about. In that scene, one of those tracer bullets goes through a demon's head, but it goes above their head. Ah. And they yeah. still react? Yep. Still fall over like they just got shot in the brain. Wait, well, I remember. Do you mean like I, uh, Return of the Jedi, and the choreographed scene in the in Snoke's uh, throne room, and how god awful that was? The Last Jedi, and was uh, that Last Jedi? Oh, yeah, that was Last Jedi. I was like, wait, sorry, wait. yeah, Last <laughs> uh, Jedi. Return of the Jedi was old men with lightsabers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Last Jedi, the I still like the throne room scene a lot. I actually had to have it pointed out to me. It has some good aspects, but then there are other points where you're just sitting there like, they'd be There's... dead there, they'd be dead there. Who the fuck yeah. thought that was a good idea? Well, there are legitimately two moments, and I'm not talking about the one where the guy drops the knife or whatever. There are two moments in there that, yeah, when they're pointed out, you realize, oh, the, that was uh, bad. The dude with the lance who 
gets thrown back by nothing. Like yeah. they're not even looking at him and he just jumps back. And then when he gets a chance to attack, cause she's dealing with two other guys, he stands there and just waits. And it's like, yeah, no, no reasonable soldier would be like, Oh wait, you're dealing with my two friends. No, 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 no. no but that's really hard because the stunt actors, they have their timing down pat. The actors, they don't. Yeah. And I think that Ryan Johnson chose the moments where the actors were doing their best acting and fighting. Probably. Yeah. And so, uh, but but I do agree, like, when you see them, you can't unsee it. Yep. The first time I witnessed it, though, most badass thing ever. <laughs> it was a really good fight scene. I enjoyed it a lot. Oh, shit. We're doing it. We're talking about it. We can't talk about it. What are we what? doing? What? You can't talk about Last Jedi. I forgot about that. <laughs> right. Well, we're so far off topic from video games at this point. Oops. Fuck. Welcome to uh, Gaming Casual Movie Edition. Well, we're, at least we're talking about video game movies. I can actually bring it back to games real quick before we're way too far, even though technically we've been way too far. Um... You were you mentioned the Silent Hill films? Yeah. Oh yeah. Did we cover the Silent Hill news yet? I think we covered it last week or we forgot to, but either way, I think it's a I think it has been flagged as a false rumor. Oh, okay. Well, rumor yeah. have it that Sony's looking to buy multiple IPs off of Konami. Yeah, I just saw a thing. I I didn't confirm it, but I just saw a thing saying that those rumors were not true. Now, I hope that that thing I saw was wrong. Yeah. Because that's fucking genius on terms of Sony. Like, hey, Konami, you're not using this IP. Mind mm -hmm. if we take it off your hands? And then just turn around like, Mr. Kojima. Well, that's your, that's what everybody thinks. your baby's back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Mr. Kojima, we've rescued your child. How hilarious would it be if the one IP they did get off of Konami was Metal Gear? And then Kojima's like, fuck. <laughs> He's like sitting there working on his next horror game with Norman Reedus. Mr. Kojima, we have a present for you. Oh, what is it? Is it the Silent Hill IP? Metal no, Gear better. Reedus. Metal Gear. And because because he's a film buff, the uh, music from Psycho starts playing. Metal Gear Reedus. Wait, Huey in the News? Psycho, Huey not American news. Psycho. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I like my, my version better. <laughs> I was going for the it's B square. Tip to be a square. That's the power of love. Yeah. Is that a raincoat? Why, yes, it is. <laughs> oh man. You ever hear his inspiration for that character? His father. Existing. Uh, American Psycho, Christian Bale. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. Were we he, just uh, talking he, about American Psycho, Christian Bale? Well, yeah, because he brought up Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale's inspiration for Patrick Bateman. Patrick Bateman? Yeah. Okay. His inspiration for that was studying Tom Cruise. <laughs> because no matter no matter how lively he is, there's always a deadness behind his eyes, he said. You know I think what? I remember that... reading that somewhere. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, I guess it just takes what... one to know one. Yeah. 
Twy, you've been playing anything this like? Do you have anything else for us? No, 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 no. Go ahead. All right, Twy, what have you been playing this week? Uh, mostly Stellaris and getting my butt kicked by the AI there. And just today, I picked up the Witcher Three and its uh, DLCs because I can. Oh, hey, I just got and that it's back. On sale. Hey, you two can talk about your playthroughs of The Witcher now and what you've done differently. Well, I turned off anti-aliasing and I, I turned down all the settings and stuff, and it's like it's like there was a, a, a thick layer of Vaseline removed from my screen. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I'm presuming it's going to be one person does a genocide run and the other person is... Also a genocide run? Yeah, you're right. I mean, the first time Aww, I played, thanks. I accidentally let... Uh... Uh, Radovid win. I accidentally let him win for the war. God damn it. I don't know who that is. So I'm trying to remember. The worst ending possible for The Witcher. Hmm. Oh! <clears throat> Whoops. <laughs> I'm currently trying to find the Baron's wife. Oh, I think yeah. that's around the point where Shane stopped playing. That is also where I am. <laughs> oh, I kind of gave up on it and couldn't get back in. Same. <laughs> Huh. I will admit that is the slowest part of the game. Well, I have other things I could do. I just, I don't know. No, I, I, just, I understand you guys getting bored in that spot. I always get bored in it, too. No, it's not boredom. It's it's my brain going, you want to play something else, right? Let's go play Doom again for the 80th time. Let's go How's play that something that has no story at all. I get to shoot things. And not, hey, not Doom, Doom 2016. Not Doom 2016 either. Doom. Ew. <laughs> like, play. Let's go play through the first level of Doom again for the 800th time. 64 is <laughs> finally out. Yeah, I know. A Monster Hunter is not getting enough kills. I have to go play something that gives me 800 kills in a minute. I have to go play a game where I can rip demons' spines out through their ass. Well, I'm going to have to go listen that. to the Doom soundtrack after this. I don't know. From what I've seen <laughs> of those games, it doesn't have much in the way of killer variety, even though they like being gory. Well, it all depends on where you hit the demons. I've yeah. only seen you in control play, and it always seems to be the same death animation. I mean, there's only like three per demon. Exactly. Yeah. Very low variety. There's like an well, above and in front. No, there's four, because there's technically one if you sweet if you target the legs. I think but you also have to consider once just... where if you're, I think you circled around one guy and tried to chop him up from the backward in reanimation, and he just snapped around to face you again. Yep, that's Pinky Demon. Fucking pinkies. <laughs> Fucking hate the pinkies. <laughs> I accidentally got that challenge, by the way. Yeah. But yes, apart from Stellaris and Witcher, I've mostly been watching these two idiots play Doom. So okay. When you told me you were thinking about getting Stellaris, I I had a legitimate moment of, wait, really? Because I didn't think that was up your alley at all. I mean, so it's, I'm... it's easy enough to play, just that as soon as I run into other empires, they always seem to be superior or overwhelming in status. So it's easy enough to play until you get to the point where you have to play. <laughs> I mean, it's easy enough to play, and, I, and even my first empires encountering are good. Are good. It's fine. I can usually beat them. It's just 
the moment the game decides it wants to install the galactic market and highlights all the other empires, then you oh, start shit. to worry because they're always like five times bigger than you in overwhelming status. You it's a four X grand strategy game. Sure. Yeah, it it's basically um, Sins of a Solar Empire without the. Uh... And then you got empires That's that are enclosing around you, being the overwhelming empires. So you're not going to catch up to them anytime soon, but they're making claims on your systems. Twy. And as soon as they decide to make war, you're fucked. Twy. Hmm? Cheat. I mean, I can't, but then again, why would I want to? That's just making it boring. I could literally set to where I have a huge advantage over the AI, and I just find that it's not going to give me the satisfaction of beating them. Like, it's like shooting control in Sedge with an overpowered bow in Minecraft. It's not as fun as you would think it'd be. Like I, well, see, and I don't know. I do it repeatedly. I like I playing know, Dune two thousand. I was, I was looking for the thrill I thought it would instill, but it didn't because I could one shot you guys and it wasn't as fun. I like playing Dune two thousand, and I've never beaten the campaign. But I have set up my own custom one-on-one -on -one game where I constantly dominate. I've never not had fun on that, even though I've done the same strategy over and over again since I was eight years old. Well, I like to at least win legitimately once before I start cheating. Mm. So be it. Have integrity. <laughs> it is very slight, but I do have some. I don't give a shit. I, I'll clap a game shark in if I can. Oh, God. I I remember the first time I played Stellaris, and I just ended up building, neglecting most of my empire to build the biggest war fleet possible. Yeah, until you realized you're running out of credits to pay all your soldiers. Yep. They all deserted. Do you, do you guys remember when that whole... Like, there was that person who did something to Dark Souls, and then it started the meme of, you cheated not only yourself, or not only the game, but yourself, or whatever it was. Was that the start of the Get Good memes? Yeah. I remember... No, that was uh, a different game. I remember a list once. No, dude, it was the fun you for, Or games that trick you into playing the hardest difficulty, and one game literally set the easy mode difficulty to be har harder than the hard mode. Yeah, I think the yeah, origin that of that that thing was uh, I thought it was Metal Gear. No, know. dude, it was, it was from... I know another one that apparently wouldn't let you play the game and had an image of your character in like a... with like a pacifier in his mouth once you reach almost the end game. Oh, well, Wolfenstein. That was, Wolf that was Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein's <laughs> easy mode does that. Yeah. But, like, you shouldn't mock a player that needs to play on easy, because there could be multiple reasons. The mode is but, literally called Don't Hurt Me, Daddy. <laughs> but, exactly. Whereas... Can I play, Daddy? Whereas in Celeste, they make it known, hey, this isn't how the game is meant to be played, but... And they call it assist mode. Yeah. Even The Witcher has that. It's uh, just story. I mean, a lot of story-driven story... games have that. Saying saying just story is different than saying wimpy baby mode. You know what I mean? No, it's it's There's literally a different... called just story. I yeah. 
Oh, and children, it was, there's okay. no need to fight. So, regarding the, you cheated not only get the game, but yourself, it was from Sekiro. So it was a From Software game. It was not game, that it was, recent. It was Sekiro. And then huh. it popped up all, it started popping up in other places to the point that the voice actor for Liquid Snake did a thing for it. Oh, okay. Sekiro, you Cam mean Clark? the game that Shane refuses to play now? <laughs> but anyway, uh, the point I with that being that... Game. Now again, I thought I thought that that was early, I thought it was way earlier because I thought it was pre Bloodborne. But um, yeah, when those memes started, I never before wanted like to pick up that game and play it on easy mode. Like shit like that bugs me. People are allowed to play a game the way they want. I mean, I don't deny that. It's just. Cheating on a game like Solaris is not how I'd want to play it. Hmm. Even though I could, and, and I was tempted no. because of all the settings you were able to change. I'm like, that's fair. You can you can feel that way. This is getting more heated than I expected. It's yeah. not getting heated. I'm not getting I don't, heated. I don't get you, what you okay, mean by well, heated. You you two simmer down now. I, this doesn't even Welcome light a candle to the... to the times that me and Light have actually gotten into arguments. I am, that's we don't need that. actually. That's factual. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, I think the only game that ever actually put it into the game was actually XCOM. If you save scum too often, the game will stop itself, and the commander or uh, the shadowy advisor actually says that line. Solaris. Right. Apparently, to get achievements in Solaris, you have to set it to Iron Man mode, and Iron Man mode means it only has one save, and it only auto saves. Yeah, XCOM has a similar mode. And of course, I want achievements because I like achievements. So all of my games have been on Iron Man mode. <laughs> Twy just decided to go into the game and went into the fuck around find out mode. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, until I got pinned in by like four or five fallen empires, and those are the special empires that start in overwhelming in all areas. They don't expand their empire, and their empires are small, but if you get pinned in between like four of them, you're fucked. Because you're not able to expand big enough to even have a fleet large enough to challenge them. But good thing is, you don't have to worry about anyone attacking you, because they can't get through the fallen empires either. Ha-ha! <laughs> You're My enemy is also your enemy, therefore I am safe from you. <laughs> I mean, I've had several empires join forces to fight me that way. Oh dear. Yeah, my last game in particular, I was harassing the my neighboring empire because they decided they wanted a special system that I wanted and had a lot of resources. So I decided to make a claim and start a war over it and half of their empire. So I won that, but then they joined forces with like four other empires and overwhelmed me with up. sheer numbers. Well, that, except I only had the one fleet because I saw in the tips that's the best way to play it. So I was able to guard one area, but then fleets were coming in from all over the empire. And my ships weren't fast enough to catch up to them. Yeah, I've never played Stellaris, so I don't really have much to base it on. Well, the only thing I can base it on, because I haven't played Stellaris in a hot minute, is when I played Civ 6, 
I uh, I was right next to Rome, and they started like amassing troops at my border. So I responded in kind <laughs> because fuck that. <laughs> I mean, and no. Well, here's the thing: they declared war on me, and I got labeled a warmonger. Huh. Yeah. It's like, wait I, a minute, that's not how this works. I let them the, surrender. I've never played this civilization games and stuff like that, but I imagine they're more difficult in terms of war. Because I at least in Solaris, them. there's like uh hyperlanes that the ships travel across. And at certain points they all converge into one spot and one lane before yeah, expanding out again. Yeah, you can choke point a lot of things. But the bad side about that is that there might be a a lane that you haven't discovered yet that'll go around and attack from the back. But I imagine in civilization and stuff like that, they can attack from literally any angle. Basically. Well, technically, yeah, kind of. I can't, uh, that, I can't I play... I think Stellaris is similar to Endless Space. Well, it's not Endless. Yeah, but it's in real time. Well, yeah, and uh, Endless Space is turn-based. Yeah, yeah, but it's, it's not a, a similar type of idea for that. Like in endless space, you have warp pathways that you can kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. But yes, I I do enjoy the game, but I am getting my butt kicked by AI a lot in it, which is why I picked up Witcher because it's on sale. But then again, I also picked up Skullars because it was on sale. Quarantine sale. Light, you were saying something about you can't play Civilization? I can't play Civ. Are you going to elaborate or just... <laughs> I, it's the... He's bad at RTSs. No, no it's turn-based. I don't like the turn-based nature of it. I literally just got done saying I like playing Dune 2000, which means I also like playing Command & Conquer. Uh, I have Age of Empires 2. I like real-time strategy. I don't like turn-based. I don't like turn-based. Which is weird... Because I can play XCOM. <laughs> XCOM is a different beast than a like a grand turn-based strategy. Well, yeah, like... but it's still a turn-based strategy game. Yeah. Ninety-eight percent yeah. chance to hit. Miss. Also, Miss. when I say XCOM, I mean the first-person shooter. I'm kidding. <laughs> Wasn't that a third-person shooter? Yeah, over the shoulder. Yeah. I think sure? there was supposed to be a first-person. One that was supposed to come out, and then that got canned. Yeah, oh. Then they, then they released the good XCOM reboot, and then they still released XCOM uh, Blacklist, or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah, it uh, it, it got rebooted. Uh, I was literally thinking of the original preview. Mm. Mm. It was like Resistance. It, it was a 50s-style world, retro future alien invasion first person shooter yeah that was the one that got canceled then they made the out of the ashes of that and the success of the reboot they made the bureau yeah i don't think it was fully canceled i think that it just changed during it the became yeah. the bureau it became yeah. the bureau yeah but well. that was during the era of like syndicate and all that yeah. <laughs> huh. mm -mm. syndicate was a good game underneath I never played it, so yeah, it was it was a good game. Under it had a bunch of flaws. It was rushed to market, and it had 
everything that came with like holding the name of something it wasn't you know what i mean yeah that all the problems with of holding the syndicate name but not being syndicate yeah. yeah and then on top of that it was one of those ones where bethesda was like no you get it out the door doesn't matter what shape it's in we'll, we'll patch it in post hmm. yeah the standard bethesda approach yeah but... they seem to be doing good with it yeah, but that's because they're just letting id do their shit. Which is how except they should with, do it, but you know. unfortunately, except with Wolfenstein Youngblood, that I think got pushed out the door a little bit quickly. Which is unfortunate because Youngblood, I, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna get dragged for it, but I'm gonna say it, Youngblood no. was a good game. Fight me! Oh, <laughs> damn it, dude! We expressed praise for both Last Jedi and Wolfenstein Youngblood. This can be our worst episode. <laughs> You know what? Uh, just just so everybody feels calm and doesn't send us hate, hate mail, get woke, go broke. Oh lord, oh, dear God. But I think uh, I think that's a good place to go into what me and Control have been playing, apart from the Warframe content. Dun 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 dun. dun. Terminator? Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's just I haven't a played that thing, game though. yet. Yeah, this is the point where in the where in post I just throw in BFG division behind it. Oh god, yes. Yes. Again, that that's what I do for like I use that shit for workout music. You wanna get your blood pumping? You play some the Doom 2016 soundtrack when you go to the gym. Fuck, you getting gains. Yeah, by the end of it you'll look like the fucking Doom guy. If only Ugh! But yes, no, that that has been what we have sank many an hour into. You are you have beaten it, right? No, I have not gone oh. back and finished off the game. I wanted to, and I debated doing it today, and then I opted to take a nap. That's fair. I've been there. <laughs> um, but, I mean, we're probably going to say very much the same thing. It is gorgeous. It it's is hard fun. as fuck. See... There are points that I have difficulty, but there are other times where I'm like, shit, this is a breeze. Like, when you fought the uh, the Doom Hunters, like, your first run-through on the Doom Hunters, you were doing better than I did. Like, it took oh, me forever yeah. to drop the first one, but that was because I didn't have the lock-on rockets. Ah, yeah, see, I went for those because I remember them in Doom 2016 being very helpful. Yeah, and those Especially hunters, dealing with the fucking Hell Knights. No, the, the Doom Hunters fucking get chewed up by that. Um, It was like, I could deal with their shield, no problem, but actually taking out their health to get them off their stupid little mounted shit was a pain in the dick. Um, And then I saw you yeah. go through it, and it was like, uh... Okay. And now whenever I bump into them, they're a laughing stock. Um I think what I have the most issue with sometimes is the uh the mini challenges. Not the challenge room where it takes you to a separate room. Those I breeze through, apparently. But the mini challenge where it's like, alright, it'll spawn up a certain number of enemies, you have to kill them in a specific amount of time. And Oh, you're ta you're talking about the secret fights. Yeah. And I've come across some where it's like, all right, you have to kill this Doom, uh, the not the Doom Knight, the uh, I'm not even sure what they're classified as, but they basically have your weapons. They're like Doom Sentinels. Oh, the Marauders. Yeah, 
you have to deal with one of those guys in 15 seconds. Yeah, I've heard those guys t- turn the, the hyper-fast paced shoot em up into Dark Souls. Yeah, they really fucking do. It is, oh my god. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, unfortunately. I, I have not been playing Doom as much as I should be. <laughs> but it's also because I need, like... um Social interaction? No. Well, yes, yes, actually. That's what multiplayer is for. That, see, that's the problem, though, with the Doom multiplayer. I would love to play Doom multiplayer with Control and Grim. But, but Steam and Bethesda not are cross- not yeah. friendly. No, it is cross. It's cross play between uh, Bethesda and Steam, but it's luck. You don't, like, your friends list oh, doesn't transfer right. between steam and bethesda so you have to like right bump into them like at random friend and then friend or favorite them like grim was saying yesterday yeah yeah uh it's real so quick fun, but you guys hear about the weird platform glitch platform no. glitch no so you know how doom eternal has platforming now yes there's yeah. occasionally there's a glitch it's rare and nobody knows how to actually trigger it but there will be a glitch where a platform won't spawn. And because the game's set up so tight, sometimes you can't even tell until you realize, wait, where do I go? And uh, the only way to know that it's happened is if you check your map and it shows a platform. And then when you look, you see that it's not there. But sometimes it just won't spawn a platform. Huh. huh. I have, yeah, I haven't bumped into that. The yeah. only way to undo it is to just reload your checkpoint. But yeah, it's it's a... Out of all the things that could have gone wrong with the game, it's a weird weird one for it to have. Well, I've had a weird kind of like semi-game-breaking bug. Uh, my tab key will just randomly stop working. So I, don't, huh, I haven't is... had that happen, but I will always forget that it's a press once to pull up the map, and I'll hold it like a dingus, uh, and it'll just yeah. keep loading in and out. And I'm like, why is it doing that? I was like, right, right, right. <laughs> I, I did, so the tab thing is a known issue, hmm. and generally can be fixed by, like, alt-tabbing out and re-tabbing in. Makes sense. But, yeah, it's just, an, it's kind of an annoying thing that happens. Well, it it could be a mapping issue, like, when you ta- alt-tab out, it's registering that you went to your map, but you never actually went to the map. Right, so it, the map is just technically up. Yeah, so when you press tab again to try to pull it up, it's like, well, no, but yes. <laughs> yes, but no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, but actually, no. Uh, but, I mean, god damn, I love this game. <laughs> it's a lot also, of fun, and I think, like, one thing that I like about it that obviously most other games shy away from, your crosshair does not sway. When you put a shot into something, that's where the shot will go. Uh, I like. I also now I understand that why not all games use it, but one of the things I very, very much respect id for doing with the, the current Doom game is using projectiles instead of hitscan. Yeah. Yep. Even even games like uh, Battlefield and whatnot, where they they can simulate bullet drop and all that, I still prefer an actual projectile. It's one of my favorite things about Max Payne as well. 
Well, and in a, in a single player game, it's easy to do proper projectile when you're not having to calculate 50,000 projectiles in a map. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I definitely say, though, this compared to Doom 20... Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Doom 2016 is still in my top five favorite games of all time. <laughs> well, so... But... Go ahead. This, I mean, this game will prop w- Eternal will definitely dethrone it because. Oh yeah. It's it is so better. much. Yeah, it's a clear it's and more, natural evolution. The only downside. So in Doom 2016, if you explored the map, there was a chance you could get weapons early. Yeah. I have not noticed that with Eternal. It seems like you get the weapons when you get them in the game. Yeah, but you get most of them very early on. Yeah, I, th- I think you have your full arsenal by, what, level 4? Um, Yeah, there's two guns you don't get until after that point. Yeah, I think, one, well, one of them's a BFG, obviously. Yep. And then now the you... other one is the uh, that thing you need the Slayer keys to get. The Unmaker. Yeah, the Unmaker, which I found out was from Doom 64. Hmm. Yeah. I did not know that, but okay. Cool. Yeah, it's a laser gun. Yeah. I I, I have wait. used it. I have definitely ah. used it. It is it is fun to use. I just wish it didn't use my BFG ammo. Yeah. You were going to say something like? Yeah, I for me, I don't... I wanna I, I, I don't wanna play Doom Eternal until I've played Doom Sixteen. That's fair. And the only reason for it I understand that, you know, it's at least different enough. But uh there seems to be a it seems to be a lot more tactical. Seems to be for, for being a mindless quote unquote mindless shooter, it it definitely seems to have some tactics to it. And I'm sure that, you know, I'd be able to figure out when I get it, but I personally want to play Doom 16 first just to get in the mindset of this type of shooter. No, that's that's fair. And I mean, it, it even Doom 2016 had some tactical thinking. Needed. Oh, yeah. But I just mean rewiring my brain to run and gun rather than stop and pop. Literally, right. what you have to rewire your brain to not do is reload. Yeah. The amount of times in yeah. Doom 2016 oh, that, too, that I yeah. R to reload and ended up swapping to the an attachment I didn't want. Wait, or you X. remapped R? Or I mean square. No, R is the flamethrower. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Did I say Doom Eternal? No, you said 2016. Okay, yeah, I meant 2016. Oh, okay. I, mean, I, I haven't fucked with the control. I haven't fucked with the controls and eternal okay yeah but but, i mean like i was doing that in doom eternal to and i would randomly use my flamethrower yeah and then i'm a constant reloader in any shooter Mm Hmm. but with that um we are part of the next wave podcast collective and we're gonna play some promos from some shows in that so stick around for those and we'll be right back 
Hey guys, Snow here. I just wanted to give a real quick intro. Snow, what are you doing? Uh, Grog, I'm in the middle of something. I can see that. Wait, wait a minute. Microphone, headset, script. Are you recording the new promo? Yes, Grog, I was recording the new promo. Without me, but I'm the master of toast. Plus, I've been practicing. Okay, fine. You can help. I'll read the script. Just chime in when you feel like you have something important to say. Yes. Hi guys, Snow here. And Grog. I just wanted to give a real quick introduction to our podcast, Missing Role Player Found. We are an actual play Pathfinder podcast following the adventures of the Odd Guild. That's for killed. We were all living our normal lives until we tried the latest MMORPG. And that's when we found out we were all trapped in the game and we could die. Oh, but don't worry. We still find plenty of time to have fun. Sometimes a little too much fun, if you know what I mean. Yes, Grog, I think we all do. And that's why it took us so long to finish the last floor. Hey, that one wasn't my fault. Any of that sound interesting? Why don't you check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Nailed it. Hey everyone, it's Anton, host of the Discount Podcast. Look man, monies can suck a lot. The weekend's over, you gotta go back to work. Maybe you can't stand your coworkers, which is likely. Whatever the case may be, we can help you make your Monday just a little bit better. Check out our show, the Discount Podcast, where we talk about nonsense and anything and everything. It's always fun, it's not always politically correct, and it's just us. So tune in and let us make the start of your week not suck quite so much. Available wherever you can listen to podcasts. New episodes up every Monday. Discount Podcast, the DP. You didn't expect it, but you might like it. And welcome back. I hope you guys enjoyed those promos. So now we come into the part of the show where... There's no schedule at all. Yeah, I don't know why I did it like that. Hey, Lord, <laughs> you had something you wanted to bring up? Yeah, sort of. It, it this been on my mind, and I, I I thought that I'd bring it up to you guys. Uh, I labeled this as Game Brain. So, I was perusing YouTube, and I saw a thing where they were talking about like uh, video game sounds that get stuck in your head, <clears throat> like, like satisfying Minecraft. video game. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's an example. That wasn't one that they used, but yeah. Come on, um, hitting a villager and just getting that sound? Iconic. But cool. Cool. it or got me thinking... Duna. Oh, God. Well, there's, <laughs> there's, like, one of the ones that they did was, like, uh, the Tetris soundtrack. And, like, dr- like, the person who was talking about it talked about, like, actually dreaming and hearing the Tetris music play. See, anytime I hear it, I just think of the YouTube video of the history of uh, Soviet Russia. Mm. I'm not familiar. Oh, it's so good. I'll have to post it up. Well, I was thinking about it and, and, and the way that games can alter our perception and stuff. Because the, there is a thing called the Tetris effect. Um, Tetris can literally rewire your brain if you play it too often. To start and, stacking things in real life so suddenly your children are now stacked in the corner? Well, you joke, but it actually does help with spatial reasoning like that. But for like some people with move. the actual... Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some people, though, the actual Tetris effect is that they start seeing um, blocks everywhere. Huh. I mean, I, and now I, I never understand that. 
I never had an issue like that. But I do remember three key moments from video games in my life. Um, well, brief ones that I could bring up in this, you know, beginning here, beginning rant, ramble, whatever. Hmm. And the first one is that uh, the first time I ever played, uh, oh, what is it, Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. Okay. When I went down to the basement, it was on PS2. I went down to the basement to do the rats for the first mission, and I ran across a puddle of water. And the water rippled out. Like, realistically. Uh, it's actually a real feat of engineering for them to do that on the PS2 as well. But it blew my mind, even though I look at it now, and it's very unrealistic because, it, like, the, the waves are way too thick. Like, the water itself is wrong. But it is kind of a marvel of physics at the time. But that affected me and blew my mind so hard that... Uh, I actually had a dream with water in it where I like went to a pool or something and all the water reacted the way that it did in the game. The next one was uh, playing Fable for the first time. I was introduced to Bloom Effects. Fable was the first time you were introduced to Bloom Effects? Really? At least that I noticed. Huh. And and back then it was like the perfect balance because by the time I saw later on a few years later whenever I saw Elder Scrolls Oblivion, I suddenly hated all Bloom effects. Huh. Um, but seeing it in Fable, it was so mind blowing. the The forest felt amazing, and I ended up having Bloom effects in my dreams then. And then the final story is that one time I took my trash out in the middle of the night and I remember walking back to my apartment and looking down at the grass and going, man, these graphics are really good because <laughs> of the way that every blade of grass had a shadow. And then like, like just for a split second before I went, oh, duh, this is real life. <laughs> man, VR's getting really good. Yeah. And I mean, like this was this was during the era where like the 360 was just launching, so... You know, things were new back then. But uh, but I was just wondering, have you guys ever had a game that, you know, altered your perception in any Or just stuck with you like that? If I say Doom, will I sound insane? Yes. A little. No. <laughs> yes, a little no. No. Look, okay, I, so... I literally just said these graphics are really good about Earth, so. No. <clears throat> so, oddly enough, Playing Halo. So, like, the the first three, when you're actually on the rings. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but the environments in those games, like, when you step out onto the ring for the first time, especially in the remastered version of Halo 1. I don't know, when I walked outside, I just had more of an appreciation for the way things look, especially nature. Mm-hmm. Also, I just randomly hear the soundtrack sometimes in my head. So, I think that's uh, that might be the problem. You might need help. I mean, yes, but that's for other reasons. So, as far as altering perceptions go, nothing's actually altered my perception of the world in general. But modded Morrowind 
has made me think that this is how games should be. Specifically the modded ones, because you can see how much effort they put into it whenever you play the vanilla game. You have dreamt about D&D character. Yes. So don't get all high and mighty saying nothing's altered your perception. To be fair, I, I mean that's not often... about D&D characters. That's I mean, that's not... Something that that changed my perception on the world in general, just... But it affected you enough that you dreamt about it. Yeah. So we realized the, D, the DM had a railroad he wanted us to be on. Honestly, I can't think of any time I've had something like that. <laughs> what, the DM? Nothing. I mean, a railroad or... Like, perception altered by games... You've never played a game so much that you dreamt about it? Not really, no. I, I honestly cannot think of a time that that has ever happened to me. You sound as boring as your stock photo looks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to understand, I also play more games than is probably healthy anyway. So, so you'd be even more. <laughs> well, no, you have to, like, I have so many different I guess options might be one way to look at it. Like, I just... They probably have just melded into one weird amalgamation of whatever the hell is in my head. That's actually probably accurate. Because I all... I mean, I have my games that stick out because they're just my games. Mm -hmm. Like they, they, They define me as a gamer. So those stick out, but otherwise, yeah, pretty much different games just turn into strange amalgamations of my subconscious. Okay, well, on that subject, um, because I have played Thief and Dishonored, uh, Mass Effect, and then started playing D&D, I once had a dream where we were technically playing D&D, but it was a video game online. And the graphics were like the old school Deus Ex. Oh, so God. you playing Neverwinter. I don't know how to describe Well, no, because it was first person. And we were talking to each other on headsets, which is why in the game that I run, like coming up with TeamSpeak, was directly inspired by this dream I had the first time I was playing D&D. We were all talking to each other through a headset, and I, as a thiefish rogue, roguish thief, whatever, uh, I had to sneak up on these guards. But I ended up messing up real bad, and the alarm went off, and then we were all, like, we all kicked it into, like, high tail mode, and the entire team was very disappointed in me. That was the entire point of my dream is what a terrible shit teammate I am. Um, Dark. But uh, but I'll never forget, like, I just loved the video game because it was so open-ended on what you could do. It was literally like a game of D&D. The AI was perfect, but the graphics were shit. And so- the thing that stuck with me was even though the water looked terrible, it felt real. Because underneath the map was like, six inches of water like i had a full-on campaign dream in a video game once but that was an amalgamation of you know dishonored and and mass effect and D and all of that hmm 
Yeah, for the closest I could say I've ever had to something like that, it's just the fact that Mass Effect has changed my outlook on certain things. For the better, oh. I don't know. Well, you'll never yeah, the, know, but in general... The, the, well, idea well, of, the, the general idea of bipolar morality... Hmm... It's like everything is good and every everything is either a good thing or everything is a bad thing. And it's not necessarily that it's changed my outlook in life on it, but it it is brought to light that games in general it's always one or the other. There is no in between. Yeah, There's even though the entire point in The entire point of Paragon or Renegade was supposed to do away with that duality yeah. or of of morality and yet it just kind of re-solidifies it yep yeah um morality sounds like a lyric from a system of a down song i'll (laughs) tell you one of my one of my favorite mass effect story related stories here was uh my kid was four four years old um it is this blew my mind at the time i was playing through mass effect 3 i actually played through the whole series at this point playing through Mass Effect 3, and I was taking care of the Geth, right? Uh, and it's the moment when Legion asks Tali if this unit has a soul. Right. And my kid, at four years old, was like, I wish I had a robot. And I was like, why? And she's like, because then, you know, they'd be a cool friend, but also... I would never have to clean up my room and, or do chores. And I was like, you want a slave? And she's like, no. And uh, I'm like, what you're describing is basically a slave. Real quick, I know that I'm not talking to her like she's a four-year-old. I never have. Um, but I ended up asking her. I was like, what would you do if, you did, if there was a robot? And they asked you, do I have a soul? And this was a question at the time I was asking everybody anyway, because it's so fun. You know what I mean? (laughs) And this is the best answer I got out of anybody I ever talked to about this, I swear. But she stopped, and she thought about it for a second. She's like, I would probably say yes. And I was like, well, what makes you say yes? And she's like, I don't know. I think that if you can ask it, then you probably do. And I just sat there dumbstruck that a four-year-old gave me the best answer to that that I ever heard. <laughs> so I I just thought of another uh, story about games affecting my dreams. Okay. Um, When Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City came out, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that one apparently had an effect. <laughs> Interesting. So... No, I I had a very and I still remember this dream. No, it was what? so fucking vivid. Huh? I said interesting, and you said no. Go ahead. <laughs> um. So obviously, dream. I am in Zombie Apocalypse City. Mm-hmm. And I go into a store. And you know, there's still people in the store buying stuff in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. And I go into the back, and the fucking weird-ass dude in the gas mask with the cloaking, I think his name was Vector. 
Okay. Just is like, so you're here for the gun. Hands me a 1911. Because, of <laughs> okay. course. I leave. Get surrounded by zombie wolves. But Ooh. they don't attack me. Uh-oh. They, like, post up around me. This dude shoots one of them, one of them, and then I put eight rounds into his chest. And then I woke up. <laughs> oh. Uh, whenever you said zombie dream, uh, Resident Evil inspired, yeah, I just realized, shit, dude, if we, if we included all those, I, yeah. I think dreams of, I think games have oh. affected me even more than I, <laughs> I initially thought. <laughs> The only reason I brought up that one is specifically no. because a video game character showed up in it. Yeah, no, no, I'm not, there's nothing nothing against you bringing that one up. I just realized, fuck, man, I've had so many zombie dreams because of video games. Huh. Yeah. Uh, uh, last little bit, uh, the Epic Game Store has rotated their free games. Currently, it is The Stanley Parable and Watch Dogs. The first okay. one. Man, that first one sucks. <laughs> Podcat wanted to say hello to everybody. She hasn't been on the podcast for so long, she's getting angry. Meow. Well, she just, she's thinking of all the times that she's had dreams from games. Yes, I'm sure that's what it is. Yes, absolutely. Do felines dream of electric mice? Oh, God. We're not having an existential crisis conversation right now. I mean, probably. You know, if Tetris can actually affect people, not even to the Tetris effect level, but just that basic, like, you start looking for the patterns and stuff, like how brain age works, I wonder if those games for cats affect them at all. <laughs> yes, yeah. actually. Because then they just start slapping all of your electronics. Because they think, this is mine. Every, take a cat into a Best Buy and watch it just go hit every TV to see what happens. Yep. Uh, I think I'm fairly uh, yeah. Out. I I think that's all we got for you tonight, folks. Um, light. Where can the good people find the things that you do that aren't here uh in the dumpster just go rummaging around you'll see it mm. all right Fair i go enough. through everyone's garbage you can also find him on twitter at king kegel twilight what about you you can find my artwork on demon arts under midnight direwolf or stalking those two idiots, Twitch streams under the same name. Stalking, she says, as I made her a moderator. Yes. Probably the most foolish decision you've ever made. Oh, no, I've made I've made so many worse ones. In terms yeah. of your Twitch stream. No, mm, okay, maybe. <laughs> Look, no, you just no, gotta the... stop advertising to, you know, white supremacists, and you'll be fine. <laughs> no, I yeah, but then he got to drop out of all his Discord servers. Okay, no, no, we're not even jokingly painting that. No, no, <laughs> I, I, no, I, I draw my line there. You have a line? Oh my god, I do. White my nationalist. Lines, 
My Ooh. line stops at Nazism. <laughs> uh, Control, what about you? Where can the people find the shit that you do that isn't this? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash review. Otherwise, you can hunt me down on Twitch, twitch.tv slash controlfreak. And otherwise, you'll... Yeah, you'll never find me anywhere else because, you know, I'm... As... He refuses <laughs> to use his Twitter. I, I, you know what, I do. Until he gets Control Freak back, he has stated a ban <laughs> on his own Twitter account. Yeah. I, I do, I, I really... You know, I keep saying that I'm going to send them a message, just be like, come on, let, can you can you give me this handle? But I don't even know, like, where would I send that to? Who who would you send that to to be like, hey, this account has been inactive for I, literal years? No, I think right there's now. an actual button you can do to alert Twitter itself. Hmm. I'll have to well, research that. If anyone knows how, drop a... Uh... Drop a post at our official podcast Twitter account at Gaming Casual Pod. If anybody knows how Control can fix his Twitter account, well, it's not maybe Cedril steal. Yeah, steal <laughs> back. And maybe Cedril relay the message because I don't think Control actually checks. I will. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I I'm actually the one who manages our Twitter. So, haha, come talk to me on Twitter. Um. Or you can talk to all of us in our Gaming Casual Podcast Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash Gaming Casual Podcast. Not me. You can also find me on Twitch. Yes, not Midnight. She's she's not here. Um, You can also find me on Twitch.tv slash Lord Sedge and Twitter.com. Or I don't know why I did Twitter.com. At Sedge underscore gaming at, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just walk away from having my uh my mental plug stroke there <laughs> good job i, so. talk, I swear have yeah, a good dude. night everybody and take we'll care see everyone next week don't forget to wash your fucking hands that or go out and buy a case of corona we're all yeah, gonna die so su support corona they they need the help <laughs> actually don't support corona and eh, it's not that bad of a beer it could be pbr that's true, it could be PBR. Good night.